Welcome to the Line of Sight Gaming Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 22 of the Line of Sight Gaming Podcast. My name's Chandler. I'm here with Brett. Hey, I'm here. This, you are here. I was really, really hoping Jaden would be here. Yeah, Jaden is not. His children are, or his child, one of them, is sick, and life occurs yeah mm-hmm. uh unfortunately uh not a whole lot of news going on i believe i think in the last cast we mentioned that amg was doing their like what the hell was it called the mini, mini stravaganza mini stravaganza but i think they did they delay it or something so yeah they From delayed to, parts to, to of it COVID, we don't know right? what's happening yeah yeah, yeah so. a, a whole bunch of people in their office got covid so they delayed a couple things it's not didn't sound like it was like a huge deal just you know they were like oh this is not a good time so they might have delayed that but yeah we don't know a whole lot of details on what's going on Mm -hmm. yet uh yeah uh other than that that's probably about it there's not really a whole lot else going on right now so we're gonna kick into what it is we're actually talking about today which uh brett what are we talking about today so this is a patron request episode uh this is from phil uh he is getting into uh mcp and he likes villains, which I knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> having, pl- having played RPGs with him, um, and <laughs> and so he wants me to build some evil lists for MCP. Um, nice. He specifically mentioned uh, Cabal and Spider Foes, um, and then maybe Syndicate and something else. And the nice thing about the um, evil characters is that they're really interconnected. Yeah. Um, so like like black cats for example she's on like every evil team except for spider foes like um like both of the leaders of spider foe and criminal syndicate are on each other's team like it's just they're just really interconnected so splitting it between those two is actually pretty easy yeah yeah um so we're gonna so basically what i've done is i've collected some uh i've collected a cabal list a spider foes list and a syndicate list and then let's just see what what works together with them and like how I would go about like building a list that covers each other's weaknesses. Sure. Kind of a good general skill. Yeah. Um I I do want to start with my so we're gonna start with Cabal. Mm-hmm. Um I want to start with my fun fact. Um so the dumbest thing about Cabal is that it has two leaders, right? One is Red Skull, who is an actual Nazi, and right. one one is Sin. Who is his daughter and a neo-Nazi? Right. Uh, Magneto, the Holocaust survivor, works for Cabal. Oh, that's bad. Oh, no. <laughs> <sighs> I just like how does that meeting like like I just I want to see their team building exercises. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem well. Here we are. So this is an artifact of because, because when the game first came out, Cabal was basically the only bad guy faction. Yeah, so, so they just kind of tied even, them all into it. Yeah, yeah. anyone who's even vaguely bad was, uh, wasn't Cabal. It's very funny. I love it. <laughs> okay, so, um, so starting with Cabal, um, so um, Red Skull is really interesting um, because he gives a lot of power. Um, which means you can play mm-hmm. some of the more power star characters, the ones who make a lot of attacks. Um, he's just kind of bad. Uh, so he came out in the starter box and he didn't get buffed in the recent edition. 
He has a really strange affiliation list. He just really hasn't kept up with the game. Yeah. Uh, Sin, on the other hand, is really interesting if you're willing to have a random element in your game. So the thing that makes Sin cool is that um, at the what's it? Yeah, at the end of every turn, after you score victory points from scenarios, anytime you're fighting over a scenario piece, so basically anytime that um, you're near someone who's holding an extract, or you're contesting, yeah, if you're contesting a secure, that enemy is also contesting. Yeah. Um, you get to roll a single die, and if you get a hit crit wild, which is half the time, yep, um, you get to either push them away, which is really annoying for secures. Or you get to drop the asset, which is extremely annoying. Yeah. Um, so this list really wants um lots of lots of extracts and it wants um uh like scenarios that already push you around. So um cosmic portals uh can push you around if you stand next to them. Um yeah. and uh sword base also pushes you if you're ahead. <laughs> Um, and sword base also has the advantage of being a flip secure. And since you, um, uh, so you just have to be contesting to do it. You don't have to be like, so, um, it, it just, a lot of other factions hate flip secures. They're perfectly fine at flip secures. So it's, it's an advantage to be able to take that. Gotcha. Makes um, sense. yeah. And then the other thing that's really good about, uh, sin is that, uh, she can mess with priority. Um, so if you want to do like a really killy list, mm. um, you can take her and crossbones and they can, they can activate one right after each other, Okay, uh, which isn't really that big of a deal when it happens. The reason it's a huge deal is because it, um, it means that you're almost certainly going to go first, uh, next turn. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, they have to be a very strange list for. Like if you go an entire activation for free and still activate last. Right. Um it's also really good for uh central extracts if you have priority. Um just being able to have two people go and take one uh, is good and crossbones isn't that hard to kill or isn't that easy to kill. Yeah. Um he's he's kinda bad, but yeah, uh, she's good enough that it covers for him. The other cool thing about Cabal is that it just has some really good characters in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bullseye, he's a two point now. He's in Cabal. He's he's just having a two point affiliate is really really important. Um, he you know he does a little bit of damage. He runs around. He gets objectives. He costs two points. It's yeah. good enough. Um, Zemo <laughs> is just a really solid damage dealer who also buffs everyone around him. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Cat is oh she's actually not in Cabal, huh? Never mind. Um, uh, Hood is my vote for one of the best characters in the game. Um, he's an extremely surprising character. So the thing that's ridiculous about Hood is um, he has a superpower <laughs> that costs three, mm. and it heals someone heals someone else within three for three three damage, um, and it causes them to bleed, which isn't that big of a deal. So yeah. There is a card called Med Pack, right. which uh, you play the card, you pay two power, and you heal someone for three. So okay. yeah. he just that that card is so good that it's restricted. <laughs> like you can only have that right. and one other restricted card. He just 
does that. That seems pretty okay. And if he gets a lot of power, he can do it more than once per turn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, having played person. some MCP, like, yeah, yeah, healing is incredibly strong, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. just in and general. So he can't heal himself, and he can't heal the same person more than once per turn. Yeah. But, like, there are games I'll play with him where he'll just heal 12 damage over the course of the game. It's yeah, like, which is, how, like... How do you a, come back from just that? Just, like, practically, like, a full character front and back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's just an extra character on the board. And we've only talked about his healing ability. He's actually an excellent character. Yeah. So, he has a rapid-fire uh, mystic attack. Mystic attacks in general... Um, are not as well protected as physical attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just having a, a rapid fire that tar- targets, that's really nice. Yeah, um, sure. If you damage him, he transforms and he's just really hard to damage at that point. Yeah. He reduces damage. Like if you do three damage, him, he just takes one. And so, and he also, whenever he transforms, he places a little bit so you can do little positioning tricks. Um, so, and then he just does really good damage with his, uh, with his builder on either side. Nice. He's just a really solid character. And he is both Cabal and Syndicate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and honestly, I run him in all starter list. <laughs> he's pretty all right. He's, he's just really good. So that's really the core of what you would start in Cabal. Um, and they want, they want the, um, extracts that have a lot of stuff so like hammers cubes and spider infected mm-hmm. um and then they want portals sword base and mutant madman so sure. um they really want to play into uh these live scenarios and push people around and like um and just have a lot of characters right so let's move on to spider foes so the thing the big thing with spider so spider foes does a lot of similar things um mm-hmm. They they have they so their leadership is meh. Well, it's better now, but it used to be kind of meh. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but what's really crazy about them is they have two insane scenario cards. So right. one of their cards is called Sinister Traps. Um, you get it just by declaring uh, spider foes, just by having a majority of spider foes. Like right. their leadership was so bad previously that you would play spider foes without a leader just so you could take this card (laughs) (laughs) so what this card does is you pick a spot you pick a a scenario piece on the board Mm -hmm. and the first time anyone tries to touch it um they you roll dice and if you get crits or wilds you do damage if you do any damage at all you push them away so they have to take another action to go get it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like if you put it on something on the center line and usually takes two walks to get there if you do the damage they just can't get it yeah and uh it's just it's an incredible card it's very hard to use it's very fun it makes the game way different every time you use it right it's really cool um i do want to mention a, an extremely funny fact mm-hmm. uh so it triggers when you move up to a scenario piece yeah um in certain cases um huge bases like hulk can start deployed within within range to pick up a scenario piece oh okay. so if you oh put yeah because you yeah because you you put them on with their base size like yep. sticking out huh yeah yep so if you put it on extract and like hulk picks it up the card doesn't go away yeah 
it like follows that extract around until Hulk <clears throat> drops it. At which point, whoever tries and pick it up from the ground then <laughs> gets pushed away. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that you would intentionally want to do that, but it's extremely funny. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then the other card is well laid plants. Uh, this is actually really similar to Sin's leadership. So mm-hmm. the way it works is, um. Goblin and Doc Ock both spend a bunch of power. Okay. Um, and then you roll, I don't remember, like five dice on everyone. And crits and wilds again, um, it do damage. And if they do damage, they drop all of their extracts. Oh, okay. So so this is why they love Spider Infected so much. Because Spider Infected are five extracts you have to hold, and they all have to be on different people. Yeah. So it's very reasonable to get to the point where you're like, well... They have four of them, and you do like eight damage, and they they just all spew out onto the ground, and you pick up a bunch of them. Yeah. So those two cards are really awesome, and you'll notice that they kind of want to do the same thing that Sin does, so you can run the same kind of scenarios. Yeah. The the big difference is um, when you're playing Spider Foes, Spider Foes' leadership is extremely offensive. It's you get to re-roll a defense dice once per turn when you're attacking. Yeah. Um. So that means that um, you you're, you have a really good chance of getting damage through. Um, and they also have a lot of big, hitty characters. Like, Green Goblin does a bunch of damage and incinerates. Uh, Venom just does a bunch of damage. Yeah. Um, and Venom also has the advantage of... Um, he attacks out of sequence. Like, he attacks on their turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means you, get an, you essentially get an extra use of leadership. Right. I think. <laughs> Let me check that. Yeah. I know that I know it works that way for Shadowlands Daredevil, which is why he's usually paired there. But right. Let's double check. Um it got a ratted, so who knows? Yeah, once per turn. So yeah, if you if you attack during your opponent's turn, you get an, essentially an extra use of the uh of the leadership. Nice. Um the problem with spider foes is that they're very expensive. <laughs> right. So uh, you have to basically in order to generally, so in order to be affiliated, you have to be more than half that affiliation. Yes. Um, yeah. Spider foes has the problem with their leader costs four. Um, you're probably going to play like lizard and doc Ock, and that's 10 points right there. Yeah. Uh, whereas cabal has the advantage of that. You can do sin crossbones bullseye. And that's eight, and you're mm-hmm. already there. So that's that's another really good bit of synergy. Um, and so I think actually a Cabal Spider Foes list would work together pretty well, um, because if the scenario is incredibly live and just like I'm gonna need I need them to drop stuff every turn, I need them to be pushed away as much as possible. Yeah, and I just want a lot of characters. You play Sin and then just go as wide as possible. Right, and then you're like, okay, this one's not as live. It's still a little bit live. Um, so now I'm going to try and kill him. So I'm going to play Doc Ock and Venom and um, Green Goblin and actually do some damage. Right. Um, they also have a lot of throws. Um, <clears throat> Green Goblin can throw himself. <laughs> that seems uh, seems okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he ram he rams into people when he's injured. Right, uh, like at the end funny. of Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then Doc Ock and Lizard can throw people. Venom can throw people. They just they do a lot of throwing. Oh, dude, spoilers for Spider-Man 2. 
<laughs> you don't even know which Spider-Man 2 I'm talking about. It's true. Which one? <laughs> How many have come out in my lifetime? Many. Okay. So, um, generally at this point, I've kind of, like, all right, I have a vague idea of what leaders and what kind of, like, basic lists. So let's kind of just go through and <clears throat> um, just, like, okay, so... What I would do is I would take the core of each list. So the core of the foes list is Doc, Op, Go- Doc Ock, Goblin, and Lizard. Like, sure. those are the three that you'll play the most. They're kind of like what builds the core of the list. Yeah. Uh, similarly, it's um, Sin. What is it? Sin, Crossbones, um, and Bullseye. And now we have two different leaderships we can go into. Um, we have a two cost, which is really important. You always want to have one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we have four slots left. Um, the next thing I want to do is characters that are good in both. Um, the easiest one right there is hood. Um, he's just excellent. And you should be in both lists. Um, uh, another thing you can do is take winter soldier. Uh-huh. Um, winter soldier is a rogue agent. Um, yeah. Which means that any. he, yeah, he counts as affiliated for both, uh, which is important for Spider Foes because um, they, you know, they need another cheap character. Um, he also can go; he can make it a Cabal list. Um, he is a little worse in Cabal um, because a lot of their cards require you to be Cabal. Yeah, um, and he's not. Um, but in Spider Foes, he's excellent because he gets to use he gets to make out out of activation attacks. Yeah. Um. So, um, right now we are very physical attack heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the next thing I would do is add in Killmonger. Um, Killmonger is great in, uh, both affiliations. He is actually in Cabal, um, and he wants to do a ton of damage. So he's good in, uh, spider Foes. He's a little expensive, um, but I think he's good enough to get into both. Um, and then the last one is, um, so... Okay, you need something. You need something that does a lot of damage. So yeah. I think the the best choice would be Fury. Um, Fury does a ridiculous amount of damage. Grunts are just flat out broken. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you have priority and you get one of these four or five uh, extract scenarios, which is all you what you're taking, mm-hmm. um, the Grunts can go up and take the the center one, the one that's really dangerous, and then he can take one of the safe ones. And yeah. generally, they have to spend a turn killing the Grunts. Um, and then the grunts can place it where they want rather than where your opponent wants. So you you get the central one anyways. Right. Um, Fury, like, if, I I can't argue that he's an antihero. Otherwise, <laughs> he, he, would, he would be in this last spot. Yeah. Um, so I think it's either you take Venom um, in order to be another spider foe who does a lot of damage, who can get, uh, who can do more healing, throw people. Um, or you take Toad and do another two threat just so you can go like extremely wide with the yeah. ball. Um, I think either was fine. I'm going to take Venom just because uh, I think he's cute in both lists. Yeah. Um, okay. So then at th- this point, um, we've talked a lot about um, uh, scenarios. Uh, it's, I think it's pretty straightforward. You just want the livest scenarios possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna take spider infected and, cu- and cubes. Uh, those are the ones that those are the two F extracts. They have five pieces. That's exactly what you want. Uh, yeah. Cubes is even better um, because <clears throat> one of the problems with spider foes is that they're extremely power starved. They don't have nearly enough power, and cubes gives out a ton of power. Nice. So, there you go. Um, 
And then you take hammers. Uh, hammers is really live. Getting people to drop hammers is really important because it makes your attacks better. You have several characters with rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Um, Sin, Hood, Winter Soldier. Uh, if you get any of those a hammer, it's really annoying. Yeah. Um, and you can make them drop the, them. So one of the problems I always have with hammers is that like if an opponent's Hulk picks up a hammer, it's like I can't get that off of him. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's really bad. But like the whole list is built around making people drop stuff. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, as far as cures, uh, they both want cosmic portals, um, because it's a D secure, uh, D secures are good because you have one safe point and then two that you're fighting over. So you kind of have to split, right. um, which since they have lots of ways to either do a ton of damage to one side or push people around, um, or like both with venom, mm-hmm. um, then, uh, it, that makes it really good for them. Uh, you want a flip secure because it's bad for everyone else. Um, and you're perfectly fine at it. Uh, so take Mutant Madman. Um, and now you have a choice. You can either take Infinity Formula, which gives you more power, or you can take Sword Base and try to use it with Sin. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I'm gonna take Sword Base just because it's more unusual. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's another flip secure. There are lots of, uh, like, I think except for Sam led Avengers, everyone else hates it. So that's a there good reason go. to take it. <laughs> um, when picking Tacker's cards, uh, the first thing you do is put Indomitable in your list. Uh, mm-hmm. That card is absolutely insane. It should be in every list. It's not restricted, so no reason not to. Nice. Um, <laughs> the second one you do is pick your actual restricted cards. Um, so both of your both of you both of your lists are trying to play a scenario game. Um, so that makes field dressing a really good choice, um, especially because you have hood. So field dressing uh, lets you pick someone up from dazed and have them activate. Yeah. Um, and because of the way active tactics cards work, um, you you can get an extra activation out of mm-hmm. a turn where they daze one of your characters um, when they're not expecting it. So it can really swing a scenario game. It's an extremely powerful card. Yeah. And if you can manage to do it on the turn Hood activates, that way, you know, you bring them back and then Hood heals them and like that, that can be game over. Um, yeah. Similarly, you can do that with uh, Medpack, um, and I think both these lists want Medpack. Uh, they have lots of high health characters who can take damage pretty well. Um, so, just more healing is more mm-hmm. better. Um, the then you start thinking about the um, faction specific cards. Um, you one hundred percent want Sinister Traps and Well Laid Plans. Yeah. Um, that's what makes foes work. They should be in your list. Um, I think uh, Cabal absolutely wants Dark Rain. Uh, that card is just... So Dark Rain is pick a character. Every mm-hmm. Cabal character who targets them gets full rerolls against them. Yep. <laughs> like, they just die. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. Um, and now we have six cards. Uh, we're going to start wanting to take cards that um, are cards that make our characters work. Um, yeah. So, like, Lethal Protector is really important for making Venom work. Uh, it places him around. It protects your other characters. It lets him attack back. It's just a really strong card. Right. Um, the <clears throat> Killmonger um, has a Usurp the Throne card. It makes him... You point at the highest cost character on the table. Um, he gets, I think, two extra dice against them. Mm. And if he dazes or KOs him that turn, you get two victory points. Nice. Like, everything about that card's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's eight cards. 
Um, I think you have to take illicit illicit tech if you're planning on playing Crossbones. Um, it it's the Sin and Crossbones card, and it's basically an AOE incinerate. Um, so you can do it can do a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and then the last card that I put in is Grievous Wounds. Um, this is a this is a meta pick for sure. Um, the reason we're playing Grievous Wounds a lot is that. Uh, we're playing a lot of Hood, we're playing a lot of Thanos, we're playing a lot of Field Dressing, we're playing a lot of Med Pack. Um, if if you actually manage to bring Thanos down to zero, you know, daze him, um, mm-hmm. it's really important because when he flips, he doesn't have Cosmic Portal. Cosmic Portal is what makes him good. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, that's not true. Cosmic Portal is what makes him broken. <laughs> yeah. The problem is... Um, once he gets days, you can field dressing the med pack him, and you have to do another four damage to Thanos, which is not an easy thing to do. And yeah. he's fully powered, and he's probably activating less last and getting putting out five cards, five cosmic portals. So, Grievous Wounds in this case is strictly, strictly just to make sure that doesn't happen when Thanos plays against you. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I'm putting out most lists. Um, you need a character good enough to actually, you know land a hit accurately because you have to pay for the card before you make the attack don't don't even get me started um but i think venom is a good candidate for that um and with the spider foes uh re-roll you're in pretty good shape yeah so that's where i would start um i'll post I'll, i'll send this list to chandler and he can put in the episode notes um so you can see it written down yeah yeah we'll make sure it gets put in there Cool. How much time have we spent? Uh, we are 25 minutes in. All right. Time to do a criminal syndicate list. Sick. Criminal syndicate. So uh, criminal syndicate um, is on the opposite end of the spectrum from spider foes. So spider foes is a pretty decent scenario P scenario list that actually does a ton of damage, has a bunch of expensive characters that are, that can wreck things. Um, yeah. Criminal syndicates plan is, we're going to win on scenario without ever rolling dice. Perfect. <laughs> so um, they have Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Um, Kingpin is is a pretty decent character. Um, he can reduce damage uh, down to zero, uh, which is really good. Um, but what makes him insane is that he has a, his leadership. So his leadership says um, all of your friendly, healthy characters... Um, count as two characters for the purposes of secures yeah so um i think it yeah that also works on research station the extract that's pretending to be a secure yeah which is a whole other thing um so kingpin just like wins scenarios by himself (laughs) yeah uh so what you do is you take a bunch of tough characters with throws. Okay. Um, so that means you... Uh, so the first thing you put in your list is uh, Lizard. Mm-hmm. Um, funny he's not actually in my list. Uh, but I haven't actually played Curtis uh, Syndicate. So that's, that's, I'm just bad at it. It's fine. Uh, so the reason Lizard's so ridiculous <laughs> is that um, he has damage reduction. Uh, he has six health on a three health character. Yeah, a three point character. Excuse me. Um, yeah, he's not in secret. 
um he uh he has healing factor so he heals for one and he has a three cost throw that can throw size three characters nice. um, yeah he's he is really important to list um so he just he just you know double walks to a scenario piece if there's someone there he throws him away <laughs> that's the whole thing he does nice. uh, a lot of characters are gonna be like that um okay uh, the next thing you put in is Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Um, Juggernaut is uh, a five-point character, but he's size four, so he's really tough to move around um, with a lot of abilities. Um, and he has when he has his helmet on, when he's on his healthy side, he can't be pushed by superpowers, uh, mm-hmm. nor by mental attacks. Um, basically, this character is just a giant middle finger to um, Wet Warriors. Web Warriors are doing kind of the same thing where they're trying to uh, like push people around and win that scenario without making attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juggernaut almost can't be moved by them. Nice. Um, he's also He also generates a lot of power and moves really fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is good for uh, he's really good for the purposes of flip secures, which, you're, which everyone's going to try and drop into you. Yeah. Um. Okay, now we need to actually get some criminal syndicate black characters in here. Um, so Black Cat uh, is a really good choice uh, because she uh, she has stealth, so she's hard to shoot. Um, she's pretty def- defensive, but most importantly, she just has a she can steal extracts. Uh, she pays three power and she picks up picks steals her extract, and it's yours now. Nice. Um, and oh, the other part of Kingpin's leadership that I forgot to tell about tell you about is you can spend power in order to toss an extract to a friend mm-hmm. um normally this isn't a big deal um except the two most breakable extracts uh it matters a lot so legacy deadly legacy virus cured um you're trying to collect these three cures and if they're ever on the same character at once mm-hmm. the the that character explodes <clears throat> and you score eight victory points you score half a game's worth of victory points immediately. <laughs> nice. So generally what happens is one person gets two of them, one person gets one of them. And you're just kind of like trying to move it around to get it on the same person. Well when you have cat, you need to get her one power, probably maybe with like R and D. And yeah. she just follows the one follows the character who uh found, you know, pick up their cure. Yeah. And just steals it on turn two and runs it back to you and tries to toss it. Um and so um yeah she's just a really important part and then um uh less important for herbs but she can (laughs) so herbs there is kind of like capture the flag um there's like one herb that belongs to each player and you're trying to bring it back to your trying to switch places with it yeah um you're not allowed to pick up your enemy's herb off the ground Uh uh-huh but you are allowed to steal it perfect which is very dumb. That's funny. <laughs> and basically means that if, if it ever happens, like where you steal their herb and then walk away with it, they're like just not going to score it. It's, 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 really, it's a really stupid ruling. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, okay. Uh, okay. So we, we put in Bullseye. Um, Bullseye is two cost affiliated. That's really all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really synergize with the list, but he's just whatever. He's just not a good character. Uh, similarly hood um hood doesn't have a push or anything but he is a syndicate character and he does a bunch of healing so he goes in yeah um so at this point um you could put in more stuff 
um, to like uh, double down on your strength. Um, Baron Wardo is a good choice because he stops friendlies from being pushed around. Yeah. Um, Enchantress has a steal and can move people. Voodoo has a steal and can throw people. Um, I'm sure I've missed a lot of really important um, standard uh, syndicate players characters but instead i'm gonna th- i'm gonna throw a brotherhood of mutants list in here <laughs> seems good so um i love magneto um magneto is just a blast uh so i think the reason magneto is a good choice with kingpin um is that kingpin's problem is if the scenario isn't very live mm-hmm. he can't really do enough damage to win before time runs out yeah uh magneto <laughs> does not have that problem <laughs> yeah Magneto does a ridiculous amount of damage. Um, he generates a ton of power. Uh, he doesn't mind flip secures at all. Um, he will often like he will often just you know kill characters by himself, and he just just does a ton of damage. Um, the convenient other thing about uh, uh, playing Brotherhood of Mutants is that their two cost affiliated is Toad. Mm-hmm. Um, Toad can also uh, he can move uh, extracts around. Um, he's very fast. He's good. So he's going to be good on both sides. Yeah. Um, you already have Juggernaut. Juggernaut's Brotherhood. Um, I think uh, um, another another character that's good in both of them is Dr. Voodoo. Mm-hmm. Um, he has... I don't know if he's actually a villain. I, I literally don't know who this character is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. But uh, he can he can make people not count. Um, for a scenario, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, it can steal extracts. It can make it so you get secures really easily. Um, he has a th- character throw. He generates a ton of power for reasons I can't quite understand. He's just a ridiculous character. Yeah. Um, and then for your last spot, you can either do Rogue or Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Quicksilver is more off- more of a villain. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, he also has a steal. <laughs> he take his card. He um, uh, he can um, he has a steal. He can. Uh, he's really, really good on flip secures. And again, they're going to try and force you into flip secures. So because uh, yeah. he just moves around the whole map and uh, just he, he's just hard to pin down. Right. Um. As far as scenarios are concerned, I think you just play the standard syndicate ones. Um, which is Herbs Research Station Virus. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, if you get Virus or Herbs, you have to play Syndicate. Um, Brotherhood is just not good enough on those. Um, yeah. If you, get, if you get Research Station, you can do either one. They both love those. We'll love that one. Yeah. Um, and Herbs and Legacy Virus are both live enough that Syndicate's happy to play no matter what the secure is. Um, so I think... Um, what you do with secures is you pl- you pretend you close your eyes and pretend that you're a syndicate list. So you take the the livest secures that you possibly can, which is gamma wave. Um, uh, you can score up to six points on this, and it's all in a line. It just it's syndicate it's uh, criminal syndicate's playground, and then superpowered superpowered scoundrels is similar. Um, it's so spread out that you basically just put one, plunk one of each of your characters on a, on the five points mm. and they have to get three characters onto the point in order to, in order to beat that because of your leadership. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know what to do with the last one. Um, 
So you could confuse people by doing a flip secure um, yeah. because Magneto loves them. I think what you do is you do intrusions. So intrusions is one of my new favorite secures. Uh, it's three right down the center. It doesn't really score fast enough for Syndicate, um, but it does. Uh, um, it, you know, it is a secure that they can abuse um, if you get if the, they pull something live for the extract. Um, yeah. But the reason it's really good is that it's extremely good for Magneto. Um, mm -hmm. So the unique thing about intrusions is that you can spend one power to interact with the portals in the center and you roll a die. And if you get, uh, you roll a die, if you get anything but a blank or a skull, um, you get to choose which of the other two portals you come out of. If you okay. get a blank or a skull, your opponent chooses. Um the reason that's awesome for Magneto is that Magneto, as the master of magnetism, throws a ton of terrain around. Yeah. Um, so generally, after a Brotherhood game, you can kind of see the path that Magneto took. By <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just missing terrain. Yeah, I've seen some games where it's just literally like, well, it's a big flat table with nothing on it. Did you, did you start with anything? <laughs> yep. Well, so generally the problem is um, Magneto will run out of ammunition. So he'll like teleport to one side of the table with an asteroid M. And then he'll throw everything around there. Everyone around there will die. And then he's like, I'm not fucking walking to the other side of the table. I'm speed short. Yeah. <laughs> and so the reason intrusions is so awesome is that he can just spend a power, appear somewhere else, and uh, have, you know, preload all, all the stuff to throw. Nice. Very nice. Seems pretty good. Um... It's even more important to start with Indomitable in this list because you're. Um, it's all about uh, pushing people around. Yeah. Um, this is another field dressing one. Um, you are trying to. Um, uh, you're you're trying to win on scenario, um, and field dressing will often give you an extra activation, which will really change it. Yeah. Um, I th I, you can either do med pack or you can do brace. Um, I think I would do med pack. Um, just for some more healing. You're, I don't think you're going to play Hood that often. Well, actually, he's in Syndicate. I don't know. I think I think Smite Pack's just a good choice in general. Um, if you want to get really cute, you can take Psychic Shielding Device, um, which basically just says uh, everything in aura around you can't be pushed by... Basically gets Juggernaut's abilities, can't be pushed by superpowers, and can't be um, moved by Mystic Attacks. It's really funny because when Juggernaut flips, he loses that rule, and then you can give it right back to him with a card. I think it's more cute than good. Yeah. So I'm, um, you should definitely take mission objective though. Uh, mission objective is when you, when you're dazed, you can pass your objective to a friend rather than losing it. It also allows you to move objectives around, which makes getting the legacy virus onto the same person way easier. Yeah. Um, so you can take all according to plan. I don't think it works in this list. All according to plan is really good. It's, your syndicate players, syndicate characters all together spend 10 power. And then no matter who's supposed to go first, you're going first this turn. You basically buy the initiative. Oh, nice. Um, you're not actually running that many syndicate player characters. And you're probably going to be um, uh, splashing a lot. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't think it works here. Um so I think you just don't play any of the syndicate specific cards. Um, 
every time you're playing syndicate you're probably going to be playing indomitable your two restricted mission objective and then you just need to find one more card yeah that's fine um fortunately that's fortunate because brotherhood wants a lot of cards um yeah if you're playing magneto you need asteroid m it's how he moves around uh it saves him it basically buys him like two it two attacks it's ridiculous um i am a big fan of magnetic refraction um basically it so the big problem with brotherhood is that they have a lot of characters who whose defensive tech is roll a lot of dice yeah which is way more inconsistent than I like. Um, the cool thing about magnetic refraction is that it gives cover uh, to people near Magneto. Cover just says you can take one of your dice and turn it into a success. Nice. Um, it's especially good for characters to roll a lot of dice because it's a lot less likely that you'll like roll all skulls and not be able to use it. Right. Um, it's also... This is, this is a rule I hate. Uh, so the... So cover is ignored if you're within range two of someone. Basically, if you're making a melee attack. However, the rule that says that you ignore cover if you're within two of someone is in the terrain rules. Oh. So if you get if you get cover from a source other than terrain, huh. that doesn't work. That's so cool. yeah. yeah. So magnetic refractions, strange. yeah, magnetic refractions cover works even. If you're like standing right next to him, yeah, that's funny. So, and then if you're playing Brotherhood, if you're being led by Magneto, you can play it every turn, mm-hmm. and he generates a ton of power, so it's not that hard to do. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I it, it's a card that when it when it's the like when you have priority and it's a, a match all about killing people, um, it's just an amazing card. Yeah. So, um, you 100% want? Do you know who I am? Um, that is uh, Juggernaut's specific card. It basically lets him throw terrain or a person. Mm-hmm. And the the cool thing about it, because it's a card, you can play it outside of his activation. So yeah. like, he can activate first, run up to a point, and then they'll be like, "All right, I finally got two characters here, so at least we tie." And at the end of the turn, you just throw them away. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm not running Mystique, but it's really hilarious uh, if you are, because Mystique says during her turn, your opponent can't do reactive uh, powers or play cards. Mm -hmm. So you can throw, you can have Mystique activate, and then Juggernaut goes, throw the size 4 terrain. You can't use the card that uh, that, uh, ignores all that damage. Yeah. (laughs) It's very funny. Yeah. Um... This is probably overkill, but I'm going to give Quicksilver's Can I Borrow That? That's the card that if he does damage with an attack, he can steal something on them. Eh, whatever. Um, like, I just, like I said before, uh, I just run Grievous Wounds in every list. Um, and I have one more card slot. I don't know what to do with <laughs> Your flex slot. Uh, let's do Follow Me. Nobody else plays Follow Me. So follow me is spend six power um, and you make two activations in a row. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, most factions don't have enough power to do it. Yeah. Uh, Brotherhood does for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so it keeps the priority so you can keep doing your faction. Um, if I wasn't restricted to only having villains, 
I would put Fury in this list for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the reason is, uh, if you play Fury in Brotherhood, I need to write an article on this. Um, you can play Advanced R&D and his unique reposition card. Um, they forgot. So Astrid M, like all the teleporting cards, like Quicksilver's move, uh, uh, Intrusion's teleport, all that says it, you either can't do it if you have an extract token or you drop it when you teleport. Mm-hmm. They forgot to write that on reposition. Okay. So it's really straightforward to have to play herbs and have Fury just walk, walk, grab the herbs, teleport back to his uh, guy, and just capture the flag on turn on the top of one. Mm-hmm. So, I yeah, if I'm playing Magneto and I'm playing herbs, I would definitely do that. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's nonsense. And Fury's just, like I said, Fury's just ridiculous. He does way too much damage, which Brotherhood likes, and yeah. Nice. Alright, so that's that's two lists. We got a uh, Spider-Foes Cabal list and a Criminal Syndicate um, Brotherhood list. Nice. Yeah, hopefully um, those are useful to you guys. Yeah. I, so, I think that doing the dual list shores up some of the weaknesses. Um, you would probably be better off doing any of these single list um, and just kind of having a wider breadth of affiliated characters and then having like more specific tech pieces rather than being restricted into like the core of each of the affiliations. But the cool thing is you can split any of these lists apart and turn them into four lists. Uh, they work fine as is. Um, you can add Fury to all of these lists. <laughs> yeah. All right. And... So with the exception of Voodoo, who I'm, I, I assume he's a pure hero. I I think I filled filled the I stayed true to the anti-hero rule. Yes. Yeah. Winter Soldier was a villain for a long time. Yeah. Quicksilver was a villain for a long time. Yeah, I think I'm good. There you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> and you know what? Game. If if you have a complaint, we already recorded it. There's nothing we can do about yeah. it. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, what are you gonna do? Literally can't you stop. Can do it on the <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's hopefully that's useful to you. Yeah. Um, and if you, um, so that's just kind of how I think about building dual affiliation lists like that. Yeah. Um, you see how it, like even though the lists are vastly different, it's kind of the same process at least for starting it, and then then you can see what testing needs to be done and what you adjust as you go on. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Seems pretty good. And uh let's see. Uh restrict indomitable and ban Thanos. That's all I need to say. There you go. <laughs> if only the Avengers had banned Thanos in the first place. I know. Oh, oh, that's that's I need to say that. Um the problem with Criminal Syndicate right now, especially the Kingpin version, is that it folds like a house of cards to Thanos. Um so Thanos' whole thing is that he can place three characters. So if Thanos gets to go like last or second to last, um, you, you walk up to all these characters who are just who are just running into place and just push them all off this all off the scenario and just win. <laughs> just do what they're doing, but better. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Wonderful. Nice. Well, yeah. Hopefully that's hopefully that's what y'all were looking for. Nobody uh, mm-hmm. knows that playing all the bad guys is definitely the best. Uh, yeah. When I when I randomly played a game of MCP with my kids, like just teaching it to them, my daughter, who is a five year old princess, uh, 
fell in love with Venom for some reason. So that's her favorite character ever. Uh, and the next day she was walking around in all black clothes saying she was Venom. Okay. Yeah. She could have been. Yeah. She could have been. Yeah. That's that's what she wanted to be that day. <laughs> have you read that uh that Petty Arcade? Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't believe I or I don't know, probably so, I see so many. So there there's stuff. one where it's like, oh man, I gotta take out Frostmorn. And he's like, Yeah, you wouldn't want your son picking up and you know, becoming the Lich King and having an undead legion. Well, I was really more worried about it falling and hurting him. But yeah, that's bad too. <laughs> Seems not ideal. <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for a little while. If you want to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. And thanks so much, everybody who already supports us on there, because you are all absolutely amazing. If you want to check that out, uh, it's a good place. You can go get a fancy color name in our Discord. You can get early access to podcasts, as well as the ability to vote and suggest uh, topics. And there's some other things in there, too, if you want to check them out. Patreon.com slash LOS War Machine. You can go to our show notes, which is on our website, LOSWarMachine.com. See all of the articles and podcasts we've got going on on there. You can also go to our show notes where you'll be able to find our Discord and also some of the other stuff that Brett said he would send me so that I can put them into the show notes. Right um, right now. <laughs> sick. Yeah, because we will forget. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, if you go to our Discord, you can chat about games on there. It's always a good time. And, of course, uh, you can go to our Facebook, which is line of sight. Give that a like. Shoot us a message if you like. We're fairly friendly. And that's about it. Oh, now that we've talked about uh, MCP for an hour, um, LVO tickets. Uh, so they, the LVO for 2023, the MCP tickets have been available for three days, and mm-hmm. they have sold out. There you go. <laughs> um, MCP is doing okay. I, yeah, so, uh, but I think they said that they accidentally only put up 100 of their 200 tickets, oh, uh, okay. so they're going to put up the other 100 soon. Nice. Sounds good. So keep checking back in, and they'll still be available. Awesome. Oh, sounds good. Well, we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.